Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Healing Insight. Healing Insight is an acupuncture and holistic medicine clinic on Grand Avenue in St. Paul, Minnesota. Owner Senya May and her team of practitioners can help patients with everything from anxiety to fatigue, digestive issues to women's health, and so much more. And we are living through such an uncertain time. Many of us are dealing with a level of stress and anxiety that we've just never seen before. And the team at Healing Insight is here to help. You know, stress takes its toll on our adrenals. And Senia can do a free phone consultation to see if virtual adrenal testing is right for you. Senia and her team are doing Facebook Live videos twice a week and personalized virtual appointments. So whether you're comfortable coming in in person or want to connect virtually, Healing Insight wants you to know they're here to take care of you. I've personally been seeing Senia for several years. I'm now part of her membership program, which means I have a standing monthly appointment. Senia was also our featured guest on one of our most listened to episodes of Best to the Nest. It's episode 25, simply titled Anxiety, and in episode 113, where we talk about coping with the COVID-19 global pandemic. Visit HealingInsight.com. That's HealingInsight.com to find out more about Senya and her team. I'm Marjorie Punnett. I'm Elizabeth Reese. This is The Nest, or mini that's all about the delightful and delicious things that make our homes just where we want to be. And it's time for Watch, Read, and Listen this month, Elizabeth. We love this. This is where we tell you what we're watching, what we're reading, what we're listening to. Hopefully, it'll give you some ideas to maybe make those decisions because there's so much out there. So you're watching something, Marjorie. This is so funny. I just was with Jay. We dropped off the kids together today, which was fun, and then stopped and drove through and got a coffee. Nice. And and I said, I really want to watch The Last Dance, and I recorded yeah. it, but I haven't watched it yet. And Jay was kind of conflicted on it because he doesn't have amazing feelings about Michael Jordan. Oh, interesting. And he feels like Michael Jordan doesn't need to do this, but he's just kind of doing it for ego purposes. So I'm intrigued about this docuseries and if you're loving it. I am loving it. Good. But I'm, of course, I'm I'm a Chicagoan, so yeah. that's an easy thing. It's funny when – so The Last Dance, just for people who aren't familiar with it, it's a docuseries produced by ESPN all about Michael Jordan, but really about the Bulls. And they're – what did they do? Did they do? Did they win six championships? Oh gosh, probably some, all of them. Yeah, some right? crazy amount of championships. So it sort of follows Michael Jordan. Obviously, is the star of the docu series, but it it hits on all a lot of other aspects about basketball and about the rivalries between the teams at the time. But what I'm loving is it also talks a lot about leadership mm. and Michael Jordan's leadership, the good and the bad of it. Yeah. And I I would say to Jay, that especially as a pro-athlete, semi-pro-athlete, high-level athlete, talented athlete, he will enjoy this so much because it's really at times a very honest discussion about what it takes to win and who are the leaders that rise up on a team. 
And how do you not let down your teammates? And I think I think he would be surprised at how this isn't an ego puff piece for Michael Jordan. That's now, good. It's still, yeah. it's still, there's so many clips of Michael Jordan, but there's no disputing that he's an amazing basketball well, player. Yeah, there's so you no can't, question. You can't, yeah. you can't get around that. But it's funny we were watching it, and this goes. So for me, this is a lot happens in the '90s, and it's funny because Elizabeth. In the 90s, I was where you are. Yeah. And so it's funny to sort of in terms of ages of my children and all of that kind of stuff. And so it's kind of fun to go back and remember things about our own lives in relation to the timeline. But the the series is produced beautifully. It's wonderful. I, I could not recommend it enough. And it's one of those docuseries that I like so much that we actually really plan to make sure that when we sit down to watch it, that we focus. I think it's so easy to have your phone or your computer up or you work. I'm just going to work while I watch this. Both of us sort of put all the devices away and watch because it's it's just, it's beautifully done. So I think think Jay will enjoy it. I've been looking forward to, because a sorority sister of mine, Libby Geist, worked on it. She works, she's a producer for ESPN. And so, yeah, her her brother is Willie Geist from the Today Show and her dad is Bill Geist. And um, so they, she's like, comes from a legendary TV family. Yes, Um, she does. And so she was posting about it and about just like putting her heart and soul into it and being really excited about it coming out. So I was looking forward to seeing it for that reason too. But I have it all recorded. So it's definitely on the list and funny. We were just talking about it this morning. It's, it is, she did a good job. Good. It's just, it's really, really wonderful. Way to go. It's really wonderful. Yeah. Okay. So So I, I want to just recommend this show, Million Little Things. Which my co-host on Twin Cities Live, Steve Patterson, calls it the Pepsi to the Coke that is This Is Us on NBC. <laughs> that, and he actually, he doesn't even say it's the Pepsi. I think he went so far as to call it the RC Cola. So it was even oh, wow. more of a diss. Um, oh, wow. But, you know, Million Little Things is this show on ABC. And I have not watched This Is Us at all. And I. Um, and I like million little things like it kind of reminds me of like 30 something or parenthood or shows like that right and they just finished the second season and the second season ended with like a total cliffhanger so I'm happy it's going to be coming back for the third season and you can stream it and watch it but it's just about this group of friends in Boston and it is about how they cope after one of their friend group one of the members dies by suicide and so they're trying to figure out what led to his suicide and then sort of put things together back together and then figuring out their own relationships and I just like it I find it entertaining when Jay walks in the room and I have it on he's like oh my gosh I can't even with this so just be aware that it's certainly not for everybody but for some reason I like it I just watched the season two finale and I like get excited when I have a new episode to watch and I just find it to be delightful. Just like a little escape, just the right right amount of stress, not too stressful that you're thinking about it or worried about it or it's getting in your head, but just the right amount. And those kind of shows are important right now to just like keep your attention, but not make you feel stressed out. <laughs> yeah, I don't need any more stress. I don't I don't need that. It's funny as you were talking about Jay walking in and going, Oh, I can't I can't do this right now. <laughs> if we were still doing talk radio 
Elizabeth, right now we'd go to the phones and say, what are the shows that you have to watch in shame? Because your spouse like looks at you with just disgust when you have it on or you have to plan to watch it when they're definitely not going to be around. When they're gone. And I will tell you, the one that I would judge Ian on is the show Naked and Afraid. Oh, yeah. And since I've been here for a while, I've started watching it too. And actually, it's pretty good. Like, I was really judgy when he was telling me he would watch Naked and Afraid. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, but remember when he would watch Dance Moms and talk about it on the radio? That was the worst. And I was like, Ian Punnett is one of the smartest, most together, most thoughtful just insightful people that I know. All of yeah. those things I would describe. Like if someone said, who's the most insightful, thoughtful person in your life? I would say Ian Punnett. No question. And then he was like yammering on about dance moms. Dance moms. <laughs> I know. I know. And it was kind of the same way with Naked and Afraid. He would try and tell me when I was in Tempe, he would try and tell me the plot lines. It's like, dude, I don't care. I do not care. And then I come here and it's like, oh, I kind of like the show now. <laughs> that is really so, funny. I love it. Okay. What are you reading? Okay. So this is sort of a shame moment. I'm still reading letters from Thailand. I swear I'm going like 10 pages at a time. That's okay. But Some books are like that. I've been reading Les Mis since like 1998. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And I'm really enjoying it. This is a book I've talked about it before that my son recommended that I read. And it's really lovely. It really is. And it's all about a son that leaves Thailand to go make his way and make his life in – I'm sorry, the other way around – that leaves China to go make his way in, in Thailand. Yeah. and. It's really, and it was a, it's a huge book in Thailand, so it's translated from Thai. But I was talking to my son about it, and I just, this was a book that was assigned to him in a Southeast Asia history class. And I remember at the time when it was assigned to him, he's a big reader, and so he read it. And I just love that the professor assigned it, because you know, for a history class, the professor assigned this a, a book of fiction to sort of give texture to the class. And I remember the time Campbell telling me like three people in the class actually read it. Yeah. And so as I'm reading it, it's kind of breaking my heart for that professor because it's so beautiful and it's so lovely. And I still know why he assigned it. And the kids didn't read it. Of course not. <laughs> oh. you know, and that really, I mean, I think like if I could go back and just find a syllabus from virtually every class I took in college and then actually read the books, particularly the political science classes right. that right. I look back and it was like, I could have read this <laughs> as part of an assignment. And yet I just like skimmed it and tried to figure out what I needed to know in order to write a decent essay to get through. How, yeah. why, why did I waste so much opportunity in college. Oh. Well, I think, and, and that's, and that's for those kids that didn't read this book, it was wasted opportunity because it's not a book that you would probably ever pick up. And that's the beauty of the professor assigning it is it, it's so lovely. But that having been said, my shame is I'm making my way through it. I'll read like 10 pages and then I fall asleep and it's like, <laughs> oh my God, am I 80 years old? Seriously. <laughs> that's what I anyway, was just So that's what I'm fun. reading. Well, listen, I'm getting fully made fun of for what my, I'm reading right now. And this is a takeoff from our conversation conversation on gardening a couple weeks ago, which Marjorie, right. I got a lot of great feedback from. A lot of people were messaging me about that they loved the gardening conversation that we had on oh, Best good. to the Nest. So I want to bring this one up. If you are getting into gardening, it's called Let It Rot. My whole staff is like making fun of me because I said <laughs> I have Let It Rot on my nightstand right now. And they were like, oh my gosh, Elizabeth, like what is happening with you? And Jay 
the other night. I said, I'm going to go to bed. He said, well, I'm going to read a few chapters of Let It Rot and then I'll go to bed too. <laughs> but it is The Gardener's Guide to Co- Composting. It came out in the 70s. And what I like about it is it's a quick book. It's short and it is really helpful when it comes to setting up a compost pile. And um, <laughs> if you're into gardening and you want to oh. figure out how to feed your garden with wonderful compost and not have to buy it, this is exactly what you need. It is small, simple. I'm rereading it and I'm learning a lot about micro biomes and whatnot. So it's in, it's important. And I swear, Elizabeth, you are having such an effect on me. I picked and I have a little, I, I, I actually recorded it. I picked my first strawberry yesterday. Yes. Oh my I know. gosh. And then I sliced it into very thin pieces and served it. That's really <laughs> lovely. Yeah. So That's you are having so... a wonderful effect on me. So I may actually read. Let I know. It let it rot. Get Let It Rot. It's a cheap, cheap book. You can get it on Amazon for, I think, $8. There you <laughs> so go. Then, there you go. You can pick that one up. Okay. And then what we're listening to is all music today. Do you have a couple of fun things that you're I, um, listening to? I do. I'm doing so much work outside. So I always have music going when I'm outside. And I'm listening to, and this is sort of a fun retro thing for people who remember the show Glee. I loved Glee. I did too. The first uh, couple I, seasons. Then it went off the rails as a typical Ryan Murphy thing does. But I does. did love the beginning. I think I loved the first two seasons for sure. And so what I'm listening to right now is the music complete season two. And if you haven't thought about anybody listening to us, if you haven't thought about Glee in a while, go back and listen to season two again. And I'm just, here are some of the songs that are in, I'm having so much fun outside because it's, it's good music to sort of work by. Yeah. Remember Forget You with Gwyneth Paltrow? Yes. So fun. Because they have guest stars doing all this fun music too. Yep. And then the song Billionaire by Bruno Mars. So good. Done by Glee. Listen is beautiful. Done by the cast of Glee. And then do you know the song? You probably know it because of Glee. River Deep, Mountain High. Yep. I had forgotten about that song and I was listening to it outside and oh my God, they do it so well that I came back inside to look up the original version by Ike and Tina Turner. Holy smokes, do I love Tina Turner. So good. She Oh, to see the original like 1966 black and white performance of River Deep, Mountain High, you can't help but be happy watching Tina Turner. So if you need something, and I think that's part of why I'm enjoying this soundtrack so much, is it's really happy music. Mm-hmm. And it just puts a smile on your face, and it puts me in a good mood. And I think everybody probably needs a little bit of that right I now. I totally agree. Glee the Music, complete season two. Okay, my listen is our family anthem. This is the song that we listen to regularly at our house. Mm-hmm. And we particularly will listen to it, like Jay and I will listen to this on our way out when we're going to do a date night. And it's a great, it's called It's a Great Day to Be Alive. It's Travis Tritt. And it is... I don't know it. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It starts with the lyric, I've got rice cooking in the microwave (laughs) and the chorus is it's a great day to be alive i know the sun's still shining when i close my eyes and then he says there's some hard times in the neighborhood but why can't every day be just this good and it's just a simple sweet song and i'm telling you when the sun is shining and you crank up travis Tritt, it's a great day to be alive in your car you will just feel better because it just reminds you to appreciate the little things And just to look for any day is a great day to be alive. Like if you're alive, it's a great day to be alive, even when things are tough. And so we joke that it's our family anthem, that we just like to turn it on and crank it up and the kids sing along. 
and they think it's fun and it really will bring a little cheer to you. Just crank it up, Marjorie, and see what happens. I will download it today. And I got to tell you, it's a great day to be alive any day. You can see Elizabeth's kids doing a sing-along. That makes it a great day to be alive. They love a sing-along. Oh, my goodness. They love it. All right. If you are enjoying this podcast, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and write us a review at Apple Podcasts. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Best of the Nest or go to bestofthenest.com to receive our newsletter. We are the podcast that brings you home. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.